Welcome to Blacklisted Radio. We are live. It's the 31st day of March 2019. I'm your host, Doug Owen. It's good to be with you. There are so many things to get to, but first, if you'd like to be part of the show, if you'd like to be part of the conversation, uh, add your two cents. There's a lot of ways that you can do it if you want to support this show. Become a patron. Put a buck a month into the kitty. If enough people do that, we can usurp uh, the commercial advertising interests that have invaded and destroyed uh, the media. Uh, just one of many ways that you can support this show. You can be part of it at blacklistedradio.com. There is an interactive chat room where there are people congregating from time to time, usually during the live show and uh, spamming during the weekdays, apparently. Um, uh, that's there. That's always fun. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. BLN Radio is the handle. You can tweet at me. You can also text the show, 512-222-3067. Now, of course, I haven't been uh, live, doing a live podcast in, I think, three weeks. So, so much has happened. Of course, the uh, tragic event in Christchurch, New Zealand, the response, the end or possible end of the Russiagate probe by uh, Mueller. Uh, that's interesting. Um, are people eating crow or still just living in their own delusional world where, uh, I don't know, the interpretation, <laughs> so much has been made of this report indictments uh, are not being issued and uh, you know I think we've been in the weeds for so long that uh, there has to fill there has to be something to fill the void of not having the Russia collusion discussion uh, any longer now you know I'm not here to defend Trump I don't carry water for the president or any of the business dealings uh, the people that he has surrounded himself with have shown that uh, they like to get to the edge of the laws, maybe a little too much. And, of course, um, that's not new. People like Paul Manafort, uh, you know, people like even lawyer Michael Avenatti, all these people that have, you know, tried to, <laughs> to uh, that have played, a, you know, a, a pretty interesting uh They've all had their own uh, character in uh, this this long saga, the soap opera presidency, and I, I, you know this is going to be the shift. It's time to talk about 2020. <laughs> That's what we will get from the mainstream media. A lot of analysis that um, you know. I listen to sports talk radio from time to time. Uh, sometimes just to kind of get out of the political sphere of uh, commentary because um, – you know, but the point being is that when you listen to it, I mean 50 percent of the analysis, maybe more of that, is absolutely incorrect. You listen to people talk about which players, uh, regardless of sport, uh, have which attributes which will lead them to do these things and uh, you know through this analysis that is why team X or team Y will win the match and then you know the actual game happens <laughs> and uh, you know some of the people are right most of the people are wrong there's actually a new I think it's a showtime 
documentary called Action about sports betting. Pretty interesting. I've watched a few of the episodes, and uh, you know, I, I I think about that. The same thing with political commentary, with talk, 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 talk. You know, people that make predictions um, for the presidency, who is going to be the DNC uh, uh, runner up, <laughs> the contender uh, that's going to take on Donald Trump. Most of it's mindless and it's mind control. You can't vote for Tulsi Gabbard. She likes Bashar al-Assad. She's a bad, bad person. You need, you know, Joe Biden, unfortunately, is the uh, most popular. And I, see, and I find myself in it. But um, one of the things that I think is pretty interesting is something that we've noted for quite a while. The Internet, the sleuths on the Internet have I've uh, been producing and you know highlighting creepy Joe Biden. He's actually a hashtag on uh, several platforms. You, you, there was a time when you could be banned for this, but more and more accusers. There's one in particular that uh, came out in the last few days, uh, accusing Joe Biden of being a little touchy. <laughs> he's a he's a guy that likes to touch people. Um, now, that's not why I, I dislike Joe Biden. I do think it's pretty creepy, and um, noting that is not racist or evil. <laughs> I think that he's going to have a big problem with the touchy, creepy Joe Biden thing uh, because if uh, Donald Trump runs with that <laughs> and if he is the forerunner, which up to this point I guess the polls said that you know even though at the time he didn't have his hat in the ring, I'm not sure that he's actually said that he's going to run, but people want him to. They've watered down Bernie. They've all stolen from his platform so he doesn't sound so radical. Uh, that's politics today. Uh, that's what you're going to get on the mainstream media is a lot of talk about eh, things that may or may not happen. Uh, and 90% of it's incorrect. So I don't know how much value that brings to people. but And that's why I, you know sometimes I just have to turn it off. I mean I like to be, be abreast of – What's going on? Real time news and information, but at the same time, you know, there's just so much blah 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 that comes out. Now, you know, I was thinking about this kind of my, my own conspiracy theory about those in what well, we've heard. You know, the Illuminati, the secret societies, the the people that pervade Hollywood and that are, you know, the upper crust of the, you know, the uh, Occult are uh, in these very powerful positions, and uh, that they they garner a lot of power and control over what is happening. And you know the the secret, uh, not for public consumption uh, discussions, like the Trilateral Commission used to have. I don't know if it's so interesting and secret anymore. Um, they're very public about it. Council on Foreign Relations, all these people that, you know, had these kind of wacky ideas. But I was thinking about, you know, just the concerted effort to uh, go after Donald Trump, all of his friends, to create this fake narrative that has been very effective in the controlling and the, the bringing about of legislation to make it really hard for uh, home homegrown hometown heroes to to get into 
the political realm because you know if you want to advertise on Facebook, there's all sorts of new rules, and if they're not in place, they will be to to make sure that the Russians aren't hacking the election system, and they're not buying. You know, RT doesn't buy three thousand dollars worth of you know Facebook ads that are fifty fifty hate Trump, hate Hillary. You know, just out there, you know, trolling, <laughs> trolling, quite literally. Um, so the reaction uh, and and the uh, the huge push to secure the elections, giving the uh, DIA, the CIA, the NSA, um, you know, well, we don't know what the real budget is, but billions upon billions of dollars in these um, trillion dollar, you know, I mean, that should be the, the, the thing that people question. If Trump is the target of the deep state and he, it, it appears, appears that he is. Why does he continue to fund these these operations that are being used against him? I mean, we saw that with Jeff Bezos. It's not just the CIA or uh, <laughs> the NSA or other uh, uh, buddies and pals that are hacking uh, Jeff Bezos. Apparently, the Saudi Arabian government as well. But I, I saw this from Zero Hedge, and it made me think. Michael Avenatti, he is the... Um, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels. I think Stephanie Clifford's her actual name, and she's, well, I don't know about star. <laughs> That's a term, but she is an adult performer, videographer, probably a director. She does a lot of things, and I don't want to diminish any of them. Um, but she got hooked up with this guy. And Michael Avenatti is, if you don't know, he was trying to extort Phil Knight uh, the Nike Corporation. I, it didn't work out well for him. But um, there, there's some new interesting tie-ins. Seagram heiress Claire Brothman had a dramatic day in court Wednesday where the accused um, – it's the NXIVM sex cult. They call it um, Nexium, I think it is. Nexium sex cult financier fainted in response to being asked if she'd secretly retained lawyer Michael Avenatti. And I'm thinking about, well, you know, the people that are going after Trump and this this kind of created storyline that we, we follow from day to day. You're just thinking outside of the box, trying to step away from it and look at it more as a television show rather than you know, real-time, realistic events because – Let's be honest. What we watch is much closer to a TV show <laughs> that, that is designed for uh, the dumbed-down population. It's it's definitely uh, soap opera reality TV um, with news and um, you know sports scores intermixed. But so Michael Avenatti, he's part of this group of people that have been going after Trump and Trump friends and people. Um, that have been uh, working behind the scenes in certain aspects. And a lot of these people, especially Hollywood ties, end up in this Nexium sex cult. And maybe, maybe this is just a little too close to the highest of orders. Not sure, not sure. But creepy, creepy stuff. I mean, you know, you could probably say the same thing about Scientology and how there are reports. I don't know if this is fake news, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it because I saw on the internet that uh, Scientology members look at Tom Cruise as if he is a mini god, a deity, as they call it. 
Hmm. Anyway, um, just food for thought. I mean, I, I started wondering if uh, <laughs> listening to political commentary and how much of it's wrong uh, and, and how much of it's almost useless to the people that are listening to it. It's just kind of, you know, piecemealed ideas that, uh, you know, get people ramped up. Not that interesting. Let's let's just move to the news war since we're talking about disinformation. Um, but before we go there, I guess I, I do want to talk about what uh, the, the massive response to the uh, brutal attack that happened in Christchurch, New Zealand. I, I don't think that I really have to wrap up the details, and I, I don't have to do a eulogy either. I, I feel bad for the people, but just the analysis, I mean – uh, I, I don't know if I was breaking any rules by reading the manifesto. You would think that um, looking at the response by the internet and telecommunications, the New Zealand government, um, that it's illegal to look at information about a murder unless somehow you know the, the news organizations – that's what they would like is that just licensed news organizations, government-regulated ones, uh, present facts and give you the – the filter that you need to be able to digest that food. So, you know, I don't know about you, but I read the manifesto. There was no reason not to. It was pretty, pretty easy. And I, I found it very interesting. The memeology, the references, the, the trolling that went on um, from this guy that, uh, you know, seemed very well, um, he, he was. He, he had a lot of thought uh, that was placed into this this murder, and he put forward this new idea that's not new, but um, it, it's kind of what I think a lot of people um, are, are are moving towards, and that is accelerationism. It's pretty simple: accelerationism, accelerating things, making making the the government show its fangs. Creating situations where the government will restrict guns, where they will uh, go after uh, every right that we have under the Constitution and um, really, you know, reversing the trend away from the Magna Carta towards probably more what we we have in, um, you know, China, and that is a social credit system. Trustworthy, untrustworthy. Can you get into college? Can you get into? Uh, can you get into uh, the train? Can you travel? You know, we know now that if you have a lot of money in Hollywood, you can find a way to get your kid into an elite school in this country. That um, you know th- that paves the way. <laughs> and if you want to do it legally, you buy the building. You buy the building and name it Dr. Dre Memorial Building for. Or the Dr. Dre building for uh, scientific research. And boom, <laughs> get in. Anyway, um, just juxtaposing. That's how it works here. And of course, there is a Chinese elite and those that have and have not in places even like North Korea. There are chunky North Koreans that are not starving. But um, anyway, um, so much of it is kind of wasted thought. Kashagi killers received training in the United States. That is what we learn. Uh, we learned that the the uh, killer in Christchurch has uh, had, had traveled, seemed well funded. I, I didn't kind of uh, finish that that thought, 
But anyway, of course, the New Zealand government banning um, more weapons, more firearms, making it even harder for people to own uh, weapons. And, you know, uh, it goes without saying that I, I don't think that that's the solution at all. You know, is it a shame that people kill one another and they want to do it in brutal fashion? Yes. So, um, but, you know, how often do we see uh, this kind of motivation and orchestration? Now, whether or not um, he was funded by intelligence agencies to, you know, do an operation-style Gladio, I don't know. I didn't see as much commentary on that as we usually have, you know, the false flag debate. Um, but uh, definitely not alone in um, what he was doing. Uh, definitely connected. And, you know, I I know people that have these viewpoints. I see them. Some of them are fans of the show in certain aspects. Probably not that many, but people that cross paths with um, those ideologies. Now, if you think that the Jews run the world and that's a problem, then you cross ideologies with people that are far more um, right wing and crazy than, you know, David Duke. Maybe not crazy. I shouldn't use that word. It's kind of a medical term, but you know what I mean. They've, they've, they've got a viewpoint <laughs> that uh, is counter to um, the norm. So they, they um, you know, are kind of reminiscent of, of what was. They romanticize history and are looking for a place for um, cultural Culture, I mean, they're looking for their own cultural safe space for white people. And that was one of the things that, you know, he mentioned. You know, I think that if you're a critic of safe spaces for protected classes of people and thinking that certain classes of people are protected over others and should be, then, you know, I don't know how that you could support this idea that you need a special place for white uh, European Americans. Um and, you know, blood and soil and a lot of these things. I mean, I saw a lot of the uh, the hype and the people that uh, worked to make Charlottesville happen. And so um, this guy mentioned Anders Breivik. Um, he mentioned Candace Owens being the political inspiration. It's kind of funny if you know she's a black Republican and pretty, pa- pretty milk toast, pretty passe as far as her politics. I'm not. She's just kind of, you know, standard, standard Republican, you know, God, country, save the babies kind of thing. Um, nothing wrong with that. The Constitution, she, she bangs that, and I appreciate it. But um, anyway, so reading through this, you realize a lot of it's been borrowed from their ideologies. But this idea of accelerationism and where that will take us, it's an interested Uh, or interesting uh, idea that we should talk about a little bit more and we will on the other side don't go anywhere more to come blacklisted radio folks we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, 
pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. It really does work like the review says it does. I cannot believe that after the first few days, I didn't feel as sluggish or clogged up. It has had a profound impact on my physical, emotional well-being. I'm skeptical as most people about products and their claims, and I never write reviews. But this is a wonderful product, and I recommend it to everyone. Great product. It has brought my blood pressure from the mid-150s over the 80s to the mid-130s over mid-80s. Along with diet and exercise in just the past couple of months. Excellent. Thank you, David. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Radio. Thank you so much for being here. You can be part of the show. 800-313-9443 is the number if you'd like to chime in, if you have any thoughts on, um, I don't know, the the solution to the frustrations that many people are having today around planet Earth uh, don't always make sense. And sometimes people use violence to, to try to, you know, right the wrongs of others, to bring attention to strife i mean you know this guy i'm not comparing him to nelson mandela but nelson mandela somebody that they love they i mean you know then the terrell did 
in this country as a hero use some of the same tactics uh, and uh, under he and his wife brutality far beyond 30 40 muslims being randomly targeted in new zealand um uh, happened so um accelerationism making things crappier faster so that people want to break off and um you know the system cracks Either it forces good people to finally do something. This this idea, and you know, I kind of shared that that ideology um, when I guess I was I was you know ten years younger. Look, people, good people have to be pulled out. We have to bang them on the head to wake up, wake up. Share some documentary films. We have to wake people up to the. The, the conspiracies that are abound, the rule, real rulers of the universe, and uh, to try to you know, get them to understand. And so everybody's you know, trying to I don't know, put out something out there that's new, edgy, and it's the next big thing. You know, and if it's not 9-11 truth, which, I mean, the truth about 9-11 has slowly, slowly been revealed, and only now... Uh, 19 years after or 18 years after the fact do we have a clear admitted role by the Saudi government or you know those radical clerics they're trying to get rid of that nice new uh, prince over there uh, Ben A-hole um, that dude <laughs> uh, he, he's a he's a good friend of Pompeo he's a good friend of a lot of elite people um, you know and, and that's why Donald Trump goes over there and I mean, the picture, I cannot paint it for you as well uh, over the, the air, but he and the, the, the prince of Saudi Arabia touching the, the, the orb, uh, the, the, this orbit, this UN. No, it wasn't a UN. It was some intelligence center or something that you know, they, they had and just the, all the, uh, the esoteric underpinnings and the weird stuff that's going on in the uh, – the, uh, uh, lifting of the foundations of uh, these these institutions. I guess that's been going on forever. I mean, if you look at you know back to the history of the Masons and uh, the buildings and uh, Gnosticism, all of that, uh, you can find some parallels, and um, maybe uh, you can cross some ideologies with other people in these very high up, high profile, interesting cults. The previous, the previously mentioned Nexium cult. But, um, you know, back to this, some of the ideology that, hey, we have to get things going now so people will get up and stand up against what's wrong. And that's kind of what the push, that's what you find. I mean, other than a lot of trolling, um, you know, talking about subscribing to PewDiePie, some of you won't get that. You know, that's <laughs> that's because you're not in the that demographic. Some of you absolutely know who PewDiePie is and um, – Maybe fans, but uh, the, the the idea that PewDiePie voting for PewDiePie is a vote for uh, you know white people because you know he's the most popular YouTuber. Things that kind of I mean they're I don't know that I don't know how interesting it becomes how relevant I am anymore when I start thinking about you know where 4chan and where all of these other. Um, um, interesting groups of people um, and ideas are are being 
fleshed out and you know where where you find 50 people to make peppy memes all day long that kind of stuff of course new zealand banned even zero hedge for providing the video yeah if you i don't know how many of you wanted to to listen or watch the um the video but uh it's very kind of surreal um like you're in a first person shooter this guy had a nice camera um it's it's almost unrealistic you know because you just you 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 can't it's hard to fathom that that is something that's real because we've seen such you know uh great cgi um and you know most american movies and most of the video games that that are popular today are all first person shooter so when you're watching in a real sh- first person shooter but um that 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 is now akin if you have that video to child pornography in uh, new zealand um so yeah, the clamp down on the news, information, how are we going to shut it down? That is what uh, they're they're trying to figure out. How can we shut down social media uh, when these things happen? And um, that that is the the takeaway that, well, we, we, we already have legislation. We're already ready to go. Immediate knee-jerk reactions, taking away rights that have been bestowed, or at least the government has identified as valid – for quite some while, um, you know, I think it's inherently um, it's your inherent uh, right to be able to protect yourself. Um, other people, you know, think that think that the government does a better job that the government should handle things that police officers are less likely to kill them than you are, or other people that could buy guns, you know, other bad guys. Um, you know, that's kind of hyper paranoia, but. Um, that's 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 politics today. Lots and lots of hyper paranoia. Speaking of which, we turn to our next story. Vaccines are pushing pathogens pathogens. Sorry to evolve. Um, if you haven't been watching a lot of the media, you haven't noticed the and even um, uh, you know politics, local politics about measles. Getting your vaccine, chicken pox, whooping cough, pertussis, uh, all of these things that we have been taking vaccines to eradicate in this country. And it did it pretty effectively for a long time. And now kids that are unvaccinated and vaccinated, we could argue about the proportions of vaccinated to unvaccinated and the validity of herd immunity, things like that. Uh, today, but um, anyway, it's back. Or now we notice that it's back. You know, the idea that measles, mumps, rubella, any of these things, any of these things had, had completely vanished, I, I think was kind of naive. But, you know, we could point to, I would call, you know, a situation, a serious situation on the border. You can call it a crisis, you can call it an invasion, you can call it whatever you want. Uh, but you know we got big problems, not just on the border. The border is just where people are trying to escape from the problems that lay behind bad government, bad economies, uh, social ruin, uh, narco trafficking, drug trafficking, all of that, sex trafficking, uh, trying to escape those things. Um, and they're coming here, and uh, you know living conditions are piss poor. Um, in most of these countries and so uh and even in europe i mean there's 
you know, people, I think there was a case where these unvaccinated kids brought the measles. Oh, my God, 26 people have it. Oh, my, oh my God, 100 people have it. It's horrible. We got to do something about it. Well, um, of course, that means that we want more government control over our bodies. A lot of the people that are hounding for it uh, are the same people that uh, don't want the government to to own their body. They believe in Roe versus Wade. They believe in the right to abortion. Um, we're not going to debate that here because that is that is for the 2020 election for you to debate abortion, whether it's okay. I don't think it's okay, like post-birth, like uh, some some people uh, in government think and other companies that extract baby parts. But um, uh, I, I obviously don't support that. But, um, you know, where it's your right, where it's chromosome, um, how many weeks, that's all – in the weeds for me it seems like it should be pretty easy to identify but the debate continues over things like that but um um so this debate over whether or not you should be able to control your body has gone on and you know it's 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 highly highly controversial but those same people you know support the idea that the government can mandate you to to vaccinate yourself or to put something in your body that you may or may not want. No matter how dumb or silly an idea it is to not take a, a vaccine when it's readily available, you know, you can prevent cancer. It's 100% can, uh, preventable if you watch the commercials that for the, uh, the HPV <laughs> vaccine. This is preventable cancer. We found the cure. Nobody's taking it. 80% of the population doesn't take it. I'm not saying HPV isn't a serious thing and doesn't cause cancer, but um, you know Rick Perry, former governor of Texas, tried to mandate all schoolgirls uh, in the state take it, and there was pushback. I mean, it's mostly religious groups that are pushing back. I've heard so much, uh, even in uh, you know more right-leaning talk radio about you know we have to get we can't. This is a huge problem. We have to find a solution. And, you know, it's like, you know, some guy shoots up a people. We have to find a solution so this never happens again. We're going to take everybody's guns, all of the rights from them um, and take care of them better. People are so stupid. They don't take these vaccines. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I don't know how much of it. I, it was kind of a bombardment, it seemed like, um, week before last about anti-vaccine uh, parents, people – kids the 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 laws and uh believe you me just like in any other crises there's always always legislation that's just waiting to go forward and so i'm kind of waiting for that shoe to drop but um quantum magazine actually had a really interesting uh doc uh you know uh, uh article about um mutations of these uh pathogens so uh i'll just read a little bit from it really interesting and i think that it it brings up it brings about a lot of questions if you don't have these pathogens evolving in response to vaccines then we really don't understand natural selection just as antibiotics bread resistance and bacteria vaccines can incite changes that enable diseases to escape their control researchers are working to head that off uh head off the evolution rather of new threats researchers at the u.s department of agriculture posit that the virus that causes merrick's 
this is a, a, a disease, and they give it to chickens to test it, has been changing over time in ways that it helped evade previous vaccines. Big question is whether the vaccines directly incited these changes or the evolution just happened coincidentally, or yeah, coincidentally uh, for other reasons, but uh, they're pretty sure the vaccines played a role in 2015 paper in PLOS Biology. Uh, Reed and his colleagues vaccinated 100 chickens, leaving 100 others unvaccinated. They infected all the birds with strains of Marix that varied in how uh, virulent as in how dangerous and infectious they were. The team found that over the course of their lives, the unvaccinated birds shed far more of the least virulent strains into the environment, whereas the vaccinated birds shed far more of the most virulent strains. The findings suggest that Merrick's, the Merrick's vaccine encourages more dangerous viruses to proliferate. The increased uh, virulence might then give the viruses the means to overcome birds' vaccine-primed immune response, responses and sicken vaccinated flocks. So, you know, you're like, why are all these vaccinated kids? You know, that's always been my kind of debate. And I've heard this so much. If you don't vaccinate your kids, I don't want them around my kids. They could kill them. <laughs> they could infect them. You know, and well, what about a kid with an Xbox One? They'll sit there and veg your child out for, I don't know, they just hang out and eat corn syrup all day long. Is that kid any better to be hanging around? than an unvaccinated kid. Is that kid that much of a risk? Um, but it just shows how much, how much, uh, effectiveness um this this uh this mantra this continued condemnation has provided now merrick's disease is not measles mumps it's not whooping cough but this is new research and it's only been happening in the last four years where they're starting to understand how vaccinated chickens i don't think that they're not testing it on people somewhere but that's just because there's a long, long track record and history of uh, people being used as uh, as as testing uh, guinea pigs. And, you know, that doesn't shock me. It shouldn't shock you if you listen to the show. But, um, yeah, that, you know, if you have the chickenpox vaccine, you actually shed more virus or more dangerous viruses. Um, so if you have an unvaccinated child, it, you might – you probably have a scientific argument not that anybody out there that has irrational or uneducated opinions would would care but you know you could say your your vaccinated child is much more dangerous to to my child even if he was vaccinated because uh, you know he's putting off more virulent strains i mean you shed viruses um all the time whenever we come in contact with them or you know uh, uh, other um diseases um so, you know, even after you've had the chicken pox and the sores are gone, you're still shedding that virus and other people around you could could get it. So only now are they starting to learn about, hey, look, we've been giving people way too – there's an, uh, there's now an acceptance and understanding and a push to change the culture because we thought that antibiotics were the cure for everything and now they are becoming less useful more virulent uh, diseases that are antibiotic resistant, gram negative, all sorts of stuff um, are, are being identified 
not that they probably weren't around a long time ago. You know, we did have the bubonic plague, but um, now now we're seeing more of that in you know international and global reporting and uh, you know a, a larger global scientific community. So I'm really encouraged to see that there's a lot of attention to this because it's something that I've said for a long time. It's not so much that it's not the point about whether you want the vaccine or not. Oh, that that is that actually it really is. It's the point that it's you should take it or not take it. Um, based on on your preference, your choice, but um, there's you know some of the links, I guess, to autism and you know some of these other things that you know people point out as just false or you know uh, they 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 always have a counter you know study showing oh they're 100 percent effective, 100 percent safe. Nobody ever dies. No, nobody ever goes to that vaccine court. You know, less than zero point. Point zero one people, or you know, zero 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 one people, are affected by vaccines. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. They're probably are they as safe as peanuts? Because apparently, peanuts will kill a lot of people. You know, are they are they safer than I don't know? <laughs> uh, driving the car, I mean, cars kill a lot of people. Um, you know, and that could be an epidemic. You could call that an epidemic. You know the the uh, water quality and uh, some of the Texas cities where they have you know, plastic plants. That's that's uh, uh, that's something that should be really focused on. But <coughs> excuse me, vaccines um, seem to take the uh, the cake um, when it comes to things. I don't know that the government. I guess they not so much love it but they like the idea that you know they have they're distributing the cure let's give it to you you don't want to take the cure oh my god but um yeah there's a good chance that they are wrong and uh having herds and here i mean billions of vaccinated people is uh creating a real real problem um and, you know, many of these are antiquated technologies and, uh, you know, if you always have manufacturing product problems, you know, not every one of them is going to get mixed the same. You know, if you ever get a, b- a bad bag of Lay's chips, I got a whole potato one time in my bag of Lay's chips. Uh, they gave me a couple extra bags, actually. I sent it to them. Now they'd probably, if I shamed them on social media, they could, you know, they would freak out. But there was two like whole potatoes and you're like, wow, how'd that happen? How'd that get through? If you don't think that happens with vaccines, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't take them. I I only believe that people um, should have the right to refuse them. And I'm just tired of this this same old mantra that just do what's good for you, okay? You need to follow, you know, you you need to eat no fat and eat lots of lots of sugar. Sugar's good for you. And I was when I was a kid, every cereal they 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 labeled the sugar and that was the selling factor <laughs> there was a sugar bear then he turned into a golden bear and i don't know where he is anymore he might be a transgender bear by now but he's had to shift his roles but the sugar bear became the golden bear nobody wanted to uh to uh do that any longer uh, sugar wasn't good we finally figured out hey sugar gives you cancer sugar is horrible uh but you know people for you know, 50 years believed that it was fat, it demonized fat. 
There's lots of good fat out there. Um, and if you sat around and ate nothing but sugar versus eating nothing but fat, you would die quicker from just eating the sugar. I am willing to bet. I'm not a scientist, though. Let's go. Maybe we have a scientist on the phone. I'm not sure. Let's go to Michigan and take a phone call. I can't get my call board to work here today. So, um, caller, you're live. Welcome to Blacklist Radio. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, hey, Doug. Glad you're back. Hey. Uh, State of Michigan uh, uh, chief nurse for their health department probably five years ago told me that the uh, so-called vaccine law is is a misnomer. It's only a recommendation because school district that meets the quota for vaccinated students gets a financial reward. Hmm. So it isn't a law. It's only a recommendation. And no, the child, children, students cannot be prevented from attending. Furthermore, it is a well, I agree with you. I think that you're right, but that is not what's happening in New York. There are uh, children being banned from public spaces, parks, um, and they are cracking down. And you're right. There is no law, but there is a huge push to create those laws. And uh, scarily, there is a lot of public support for it. So uh, people are clamoring for it because of this coverage, because of the fear. And what they need to know is you mentioned the bubonic plague. The plagues of Europe began in 1348. According to a documentary I saw on YouTube, strangely called Battle for the Bible. Battle for mm-hmm. the Bible. The Bible was always banned, uh, even in virtue of it being in Latin. And then uh, Wycliffe, yeah, in about 1370, began translating a brilliant linguist, a scholar of his era, um, translating to English. Anyway, uh, 1348, the first plague. Well, all right. So there were these body robbers who were in direct contact with the corpses, and the plague is the equivalent of Ebola. Uh, My and wife they were not they the- use thieves. That's why we have it in our bathroom. She says they fought oh, the bubonic plague. Oh, right. <laughs> I, don't, so, I, I don't know if that's true, but you. they thought it worked. Well, here, there is a, an MDP from MD Anderson in Houston where NASA folks go, and his name is Augur, A-G-A-R-W-A-L, Augur Wall. Uh, and he did a book entitled... Healing spices, healing spices, mm. healing spices. And from my casual perusal of other scholarship uh, uh, works, I have learned, for instance, uh, a French culinary herb known as tarragon. Uh, tarragon uh, circumvents, shuts down the anaerobic energy process of all cancer cells, which is required because cancer cells uh, produce enormous quantities of energy by virtue of uh, something like 10 to 20 times the number of insulin receptors on the cell membranes of those cancer cells uh, by which... Uh, uh, um, 
glucose is burned anaerobically. And uh, the guy that produced hey you know what Fred? i mean really interesting stuff i mean i don't think we can flesh it all out here and you know i mean there's a lot of great herbal and organic solutions they're trying to outlaw as well um so yeah there's there's a, a vacuum and uh you know now facebook's going after any uh anti-vaxxer anti you know if you if you have the cure for cancer you could end up like tre- uh, kevin trudeau and so um you know it's the big c word you know and there's there's a lot of different tumors and i don't know you know i don't want to give out medical advice but you know turmeric tarragon all those things uh have a pretty good track record um there's lots of information on them so um you'd probably do it better if you just researched it rather than me and uh fred flushing it out for you so it's a good alternative to vaccines i think you know healthy hygiene and not hanging around dead bodies uh or grave robbing is a good way to stay healthy as well let's go to the phones (laughs) let's talk to Richard in Austin. Richard, welcome to Blacklisted Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I'll be real quick. Yeah, I just wanted to say a lot of people bash Trump. Uh, even on RBN, I hear a lot of people putting him down because he doesn't cover all the issues that we want him to cover. But if people would just refer back to one of the first speeches he made when he got in office, he asked the clergy to stop obeying orders from the government. He said that the 501c3 was now null and void. They didn't have to avoid uh, respected anymore and he even explained what it was all about how lyndon johnson put it into place to silence the uh the churches but seems like that speech was forgotten because the str- i mean the strongest fight that we could bring against the globalists is the churches but somehow even your listeners and all the rest of the people who are against the globalists their listeners will not take to the streets with their clergy now there's a group called the clergy response team that was bought out in 2006 or so when uh, yeah. when, uh the when the big flood water you got to help you have to help FEMA we got to help round up those people in time of crisis they're going right. to look to you you're going to be the the leader and this is your little badge and you know, you know you can get a gun and stuff yeah i remember that right so how come rbn listeners gcn i don't care i mean I, they're all respectable people but and i have clergy friends and i try to get them involved with political activism and they just refuse to do it even when i tell them that trump told them that they can specifically trash the 501c3 so now we're the problem at the, at the end of the but day i mean here's the thing though a- i think that i think that richard that a lot of those people are paranoid because they think uh well donald trump's not going to be around very long you know many of the things that obama wanted you know all that that health care possibly is going to be dismantled bernie sanders he's now out there trouting the idea, and uh, I don't know if it's true. He said that you know tens of thousands, maybe millions of people in this country are going to die if we revert from Obama's uh, uh, you know national health care, uh, the Modernization Act that uh, we are all I, loving. I guess you're loving it. I don't know. It's a thousand bucks for right. my family a month. I'm <laughs> so I don't know I, that it, 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 it's it's working out for people like me. Maybe some other people are working out, but I think a lot of those people are also probably part of you, you know that the, they're probably not Trump fans, and I don't I don't I think that they they um, you know if you have I, these evangelicals that are so influential, and I think right after. We saw that with the election of Reagan and how he was able to utilize – even Bush uh, Sr. was able to utilize those huge factions of people. And you know, here's the other thing. I mean the, the, 
the amount of people that are in churches is heavily declining. So, um, you know, they're businesses and people are desperate to keep people in the churches. So they don't want to to rattle them. They don't want to get into a political side because whether you're left or right, half of the people are going to hate you. You know, half of the people are not going to like, you know, what you're saying. So no matter what they do, they, they if they get political, they're dividing their congregations. That divides the uh, the plate that is uh, going around. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to to intermix that. And I, you know, I understand, you know, I, I believe that we shouldn't have uh, churches and schools and, uh, you know, other ideologies other than the way that. Hmm. Let me ask this before we run out of time. See, I understand everything you just said, and I've heard all of that before. So, but then, so then at the end of the day, all you're really telling me is that all these Christians, Muslims, whatever, see, because this transcends all of the denominations. All I'm saying is if we're with people of goodwill who don't want to see this evil take over our bodies with vaccines and air and water and everything, then we need to go ahead and get over our fears and take to the streets. Period. And if we can't do that, then we got to stop blaming Trump because Trump opened up the opportunity for us. Whoever takes office after him, well, then that's something he couldn't control. But the opportunity has been given. He struck down the 501c3. So we got to stop making excuses for these preachers, clergies, reverends, fathers, priests, whatever the hell they are, because they're neither one of them. Because they don't do what they're supposed to do. You're lumping some bad people in there that that, that have bad PR going on, Richard. I appreciate the phone call. I understand what you're saying. And, hey, yeah, if the time is to to rally people and you want them up there and uh, you think that Trump's provided the opportunity to get out there and be more activated. I mean, I I sense your frustration. I think that I found that in the political process, definitely in, you know, churches that make an agreement with the state. They get to be a tax-free organization as long as they're not political. And some of those churches probably uh, – I mean there there are ones out there that are not 501c3, but don't be shocked when somebody who's running a business, when you look at the priest you know, or the preacher and look at their car, <laughs> start to understand – you know, everybody's got obligations. They got five kids. You know, we got to pay the. You know, we all got to go to Hawaii this this uh, you know summer. I promised my daughter I'd buy her prom dress. It becomes a business in in whatever you that you're doing in your livelihood. So, you know, when you you get into this business system, okay, we're gonna spread the truth. All right, what are the rules? <laughs> what do we got to do? Oh well, you got to follow all this paperwork and la la la. And here's a book, and here's your guidebook. And then if the government calls you, you got to do this and that, and you got to go to college and you know learn theology. It, it's kind of a system, you know. Especially you know, look at Catholicism; it's taking a huge hit because of touchy priests and the engendering of that uh, culture. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think a lot of people look to the church for spiritual guidance and. Um, you, you would think that they would be uh, more apt to lead their flocks uh, uh, into maybe something more productive. I don't know. I don't know if uh, trying to do that just blows everything up. It just gets everybody, you know, because you have to agree on what the problem is, and then you're you're not really a church. You're now an advocacy organization going out there. But if you're doing good things in the community, helping people, bringing awareness to issues, especially on a local level of church, I mean, you know, the outpouring 
like from the Mennonites and lots of groups. Um, for my 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 uh, father and mother in law, when they lost their house in a fire a few years ago, um, was just so uh, genuine and heartwarming and humbling. And these people, you know, they've never met you, but they care about you because they have a higher spiritual belief. I, I will never diminish that. And I believe that people, uh, Christians, Muslims, people of faith, um, that it's an interpretation. If you think that, um, um, you know, if you believe in good and evil, then you, you have to, to, to look at it, um, from a from a more removed view people sit there and debate texts and certain phrases and should you lay with a man or not a man i you know i don't know where you're looking at you're looking at some old book really old book that's been transcribed and interpreted you know many times and you're trying to find that exact answer i mean Look, you know, do you do you believe that it's your business to worry about it and that God is going to smite thee and that means it's okay for you to exclude people or you or do you do you love everybody? You know, Jesus he loved hookers and even bankers. He even loved the bankers. And they're the bad guys in the book. That's why I like the Bible. The bad guys are identified. Zacchaeus. All these people. But they can be turned. You can always turn a bad guy into a good guy, so you shouldn't give up don't give up hope on that. And so um yeah, I understand your frustration. It's real uh, quagmire. You know, I, I thought that bringing about, and, and that's one of the things I think GCN and RBN were really out there at the beginning of this, bringing about, uh, trying to bring about political change through awareness uh, to, um, you know, things that people didn't know. Didn't quite happen, but it's made a lot of critical thinkers even more critical. And those people are out there doing it. They're moving and shaking and, and inspiring people. Maybe they're not out in the streets, but I'm still here. You're still out there, Richard. So we, we're, we're ahead of the curve and uh, definitely over the target. And that's where we want to be. Appreciate you calling in and all of you guys listening to the show. Ken for producing. Thank you, sir. I'll be back next week. Promise for another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. Until then, take care. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. September 2018. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I've been using Extendivite for many years now. May 2018. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. March 2018. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. February 2018. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.